Abraham Claiborne. You have just finished your story. You were sitting in the back of uh, the wagon as you were hurtling above the sands of Glier-667-DB, and you were on your way towards uh, the location that Jesse had pointed out was possibly a revolutionary cache that they found on Alcor's computer. And you finish your tale of what happened to you on that planet, and a hush comes over the cabin. So, uh, I suppose that's the long and the short of it. Kind of weird, I know. Yeah, a little bit. Just, just a touch. That answer your question, though. Yeah, dad, plenty. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Jesse? You don't eat metal, do you? Not unless I turn into something that's got a hankering for it. But uh. All right, all right. That hadn't happened yet. Not ruling it out. But... Good to know. Glad you're on the team still. <laughs> And with this, our merry band of, of heroes uh, heads <laughs> forward into Gliese's uh, gypsum deserts. And you have arrived after a certain amount of time, because I don't remember how long I said it was <laughs> to fly before, uh, at that pillar that you guys had noticed on the way south to Ronaldo's compound, the, the pillar that marks the coordinates of Alcor's stash. And you bring uh, the wagon down, I assume, yeah. somewhere nearby, and what appears to be uh, j- just a shallow cave at the end of a, a gentle incline upwards is the only thing that seems really distinguishable about this place. And you set down on the ground. What do you do? I uh, grab the uh, the holy light and I say, well, y'all ready to get going? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, for we have the cash, right? Yeah, we're here. Cash here. I believe it's pronounced cache. There's cache here. <laughs> yeah, it's French. Okay, okay. Everybody just roll one d6. Six. And the highest one, quote unquote, wins. Six. Three. Six. Uh-huh. Fujitsky. You walk forward, and the, you notice that as this gypsum sand begins to give way to this outcropping of rock, and you're walking up this gentle rock incline, there is a slightly discolored, large, flat, smooth stone in front of you, and another one after that, and another one after that, and another one after that that appear to have been moved or overturned in some way, and then there's a click, and you look down, and your right foot is on one. Oh. Uh. No, I got on. You got superhuman reflexes if you wanted to do something. But as I think at the moment, there's a moment of silence as you realize that something just clicked underneath this flat stone underneath your right foot. Oh shit. What do you do? I'm gonna stand still. Uh! Uh, guys! Yeah, Doc! I think, um, is this a. Can I roll to see if if I feel like this might be a mine in the floor? Seems like an assessment, yeah. Alright. That's snake eyes. Uh, Snake eyes. I think even though with your extensive military training and experience, that click has meant so many bad things on the battlefield Mm. that even somebody as seasoned as you for a second panics. Mm. And you're remaining still, but you cannot think of any ways to determine what that was or or even what more you should do other than to uh, uh, remain still. And I'm going to put a little check mark next to my thing that says... Complete failures. But what do you do, uh, adventurers who have just heard Fajitsky shout this out? Guys, 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 yeah, what? Guys, what? 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 Can you fly? Do what? Can you fly? If I turn into something that can fly. How long does that take? Uh, well, uh, it's not necessarily how long it takes. I had to have seen something that could do it, so I can figure die. it out. No, you're not gonna. I'm die. gonna die. You're not gonna I die. I turn on my little jets and float above the air. 
you, I think from this vantage point, can now see pretty much every one of these stones uh, on the approach to this cave. Okay. And you are floating. Cool. Uh, I, I want to take a look at this thing and see if it seems like there's any way to, like, disarm it or anything like that. That seems like an assessment, yeah. Okay. Which will be plus, I think, expertise, because it's a, it's, a, it's a device. So, uh, that's an eight. Uh, I think I tell you something interesting and possibly useful, and you don't get a data point. Okay. Examination of one of the other nearby stones. Uh, you are able to very carefully lift one, not depressing whatever might be underneath it, and see that there does appear to be some sort of small... Uh, granular looks like a grenade or something like that that has had its cap removed and the only thing keeping it from detonating is the weight of the stone. <sighs> and you can assume, <laughs> therefore, that the one underneath Fajitsky is the same. <laughs> but I think also you know that this isn't a timer so much thing. Yeah. It's a, it's a weight thing. When you get off of it, boom. Yeah. Should I get off of it? Should I move? What uh, should I do? No, don't, don't you move muscle there, Doc. Because uh, if you do, you're going to get blown to shit. I hover, like, lightly over them. them. If you could, like, fly all of a sudden, I could try to pick him up in time, and we could just, whoo. Uh, what? Oh, if you find could another fly. Rock, find rocks that are, like, my weight, and then put them okay, all I'll the, go back. On, around my feet, and then I can get off, and then it'll be okay. <laughs> I fly back up, and I start scanning for anything I could use that sure. would be the equivalent weight. Or I could go back to the ship as well. Either or. Which would you prefer? The ship. Great, so you head back to the ship. Uh, I'm sure you have something that could be used as ballast or whatever. Oh, yeah, I've got, like, crates. Ration bags. Oh, a crate of whiskey that you guys took from the bar in episode two. Way back. I will take that. Great, you have a crate of whiskey. I bring it back to them. If I recall, it's bullet. Bullet, bullet? I think so. You're not going to waste that, are you? Don't waste that. Don't, that's very, that's a goal to don't me. Don't think that's of like it as, don't think of it don't, as yeah, wasted. Put it back, put it back. Because it's gonna save no, you. No, All right, God. here it comes. And there's literally rocks everywhere. And I'm starting to make the transfer of weight, however. Are there rocks like, everywhere? <laughs> there are, I, I want to make this clear, they're sort of scattered. Okay. It's, there, there are paths up this incline. Mm-hmm. It's not completely coded. The problem you get the impression might be more that you don't know which ones are bugged. Yeah. You don't know which ones are, are triggered. The, are you going along with this? No, not really. <laughs> Don't want to waste any whiskey. I mean... <laughs> well, it gets to a point where both you and the crate are on either side mm-hmm. of this one small, like, ovular, ovular, yeah. ovular, ovular, Lloyd rock. And what do you do, Fidjitsky? Abraham, where are you while he's making this next decision? Right now, Abraham is right next to this mine, ready to jump on it. Mm. Fascinating. Fajitsky, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to go over to the whiskey box. It's right at your, like, you were actually now fighting for space with it on this flat rock. Oh, I'm going to pull a, a thing of whiskey out of, the, out of the crate. You pull a single bottle of uh, future bullet. All right, I'm going to jump. I'm going to move. <laughs> I think I'm fine? It's yeah, that's right? I, I okay. think this is about your weight. And I, I, I step off of it. I slowly put it on. And like Indiana Jones. Yeah. You you are you are replacing it? Yeah. Give me 2d6 plus, I think, cool. I can do it. Cool. We're all gonna blow up, guys. Uh, what's cool? I have metal, physique, Oh, I'm ignorance. sorry, metal. That's a five. Oh boy. Okay. If it looks like it's gonna go, Abraham jumps on it. Okay, here's what happens. 
Fujitsuki, uh, having retrieved his whiskey uh, prize, uh, I think you try to leap clear. Let's say a leap, yeah. Yeah, it, this is the moment where it's like, okay, now or never, I'm out. Yeah. And you do, uh, leaving Jesse and Abraham right next to it. Uh, th- there's a split second where you are about to put the crate on and you slightly overcorrect, so you push it too far to the side and part of the uh, rock goes down under the weight and mm-hmm. the other half goes up. And there's another click and an instant beep, beep, beep. You have a second, Abraham. What do you do? Right. If it's just a second, he he jumps on it. He covers it. I think That's there where he's at. is a awful, meaty explosion. Uh, it, it seems like it was what we would call a class zero grenade. Yeah. And you have completely blocked it. You and this rock, actually, have uh, blocked any shrapnel that might fly off towards your friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you take uh, two harm. Okay. What does uh, that think, translate to, minor, major? To it, oh, major. sorry. It, it is a uh, it is a major, and you're going to brace for impact to try to reduce it. Okay. Abraham! Mm-hmm. Uh, no! That's plus. Why it's, can't you fly? <laughs> brace for impact is any amount of armor that you might have. In your current form, you might not have any. <laughs> I don't have any, and that's a six there, buckaroo. Oh, boy. So, yes, you take the full effects of this explosion. Uh, and yeah, you immediately take two uh, harm, and I'm going to inflict the debility for the failure. Great. So does that mean? So I already have. Uh, I've been slowly recovering, yeah. but I've got a major and a minor right now. So does that? Bump it's going to pop up to a severe. Great. So yeah. I've got one of each of those so far. And you had just healed one down. I know. Yeah. After so much effort. There's going to be an episode where you're fully healthy and you make it all the way unscathed. <laughs> all, all my characters always Is it today? Just get the no. shit beat out of them. I think it's true. gross. Yeah. I think it's gross. And it's something that would normally kill a human. Yeah. But the fact that you are able to immediately afterwards your body tries to reassert <laughs> itself and, and heal back together. Yeah. That Flapping keeps it from everywhere. being like this is going to bleed out, you are dead. Right? Yeah. And to this effect, you are bleeding, and there's probably bits and gore and awful gross shit oh, for uh, sure. leaking out. <laughs> and you're just on the sand having protected both Jesse and Fajitsky from any uh, possible ramifications. Fuck! Fajitsi screams, The whiskey! <laughs> the whiskey! Not the whiskey! The whiskey is puddle. And I do is... like to imagine that. Like, I maybe try to lift Fajitsi up in the air just to hit while all this was happening. So yeah. you didn't get, like, hit by glass. Oh, from yeah. The your, bottles. your instinct was to dive for the, the fleshy meat bag that can't regenerate and get And just him lift away. him up a little bit in the air with my jets. I like that. Okay. I like that. And, um,. That's my grenade under a stone puzzle. So you can be quick. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I solved it. <coughs> Tell me how you proceed. Why didn't you just fly? Oh. Gosh. And I come back down with my jets the holding whiskey. the whiskey. <laughs> no, wait. Is the crate of whiskey okay, or did all the whiskey get blown? I up? think it's partly splintered, and the part that's splintered is leaking that good brown sauce we all know and love. Mm. Great. Oh, that's all. So, so most of it's okay. Uh, you did fail earlier. Yeah. It's gone. It's all gone? It's probably got shrapnel and guts in it now. Oh, yeah, I don't know. God damn you kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> you blew it all up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Damn dirty aims. <laughs> How do you proceed? Little help. Abraham. I, I pick you back up to your feet. Thank you. <clears throat> and I think without too much more effort, you guys pick your way past this literal minefield towards the cave that Alcor has designated as a cache. Mm-hmm. He likes his traps, I think, is what I've, I've, I've tried to establish in I those two moments. I think he's established it. He's a trap man. When you finally get there, it's cool. 
It's it's so cool, guys. <laughs> it's, it's dope, bro. It's the same. It's the same stone that you've seen, obviously, in these outcroppings. But it's, it seems like it's been either swept or maintained in some small way. And there's uh, a slight aperture that actually feels like uh, like nice, uh, cool, and dry air coming from. You head on down, and you see what would be in any revolution on Earth or before a treasure trove. You see what looks to be a full industrial uh, assortment of light weapons, that is, uh, assault rifles, carbines, and pistols. Oh. Uh, the ammo for those, enough to outfit, you know, probably 15 people if wow. the push came to shove. Oh. Uh, five riot jackets oh. that would stop a bullet, each worth one armor. Mm. Also, a bank of electronics. And there's one more thing. When Fujitsky goes through and begins to scan the area, I think maybe looking around corners and seeing if there's anybody hiding or whatever, mm-hmm. you see uh, slightly apart from the, the computer setups and what looks like monitors and possibly even like like a, a pirate sensor and like broadcast beacon, mm-hmm. you see a tattered photograph. Old Earth style. Mm-hmm. And the face is one that you remember. Oh. Because it's one that you were given. Oh, shit on a fated quest that we go to now. <laughs> That's my awful intro music. That's good. That's really good. Love it, love it, love it. But just, the plan has been shot to hell. Oh, fuck. How long did you spend on Ishmael stalking your quarry? About 30 days. 30 days, a full month, and I think... nights. <laughs> 30 days, 24 nights. <laughs> Even before the shit hit the fan and your 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 careful plans were ruined, uh, there was something going on on this planet. The planet was rocky, salty, cold water oceans spraying and teeming with uh, really rugged life, living in some really harsh conditions. Just a beautiful planet with enough nitrogen and oxygen for people like us to breathe. Teeming tide pools along the many coasts and rivers and tributaries cut through soaked flora. And the colony of Ishmael was very hardy. It was it, it had begun getting uh, ideas of independence, of that we didn't need meridian, we could forage from the food that we could actually eat here, we could actually digest these proteins, uh, that we didn't need to restock with water because obviously we could just distill what was there in the ocean. And it was for that reason that terrorists like Grashen Rendon Putter mm-hmm. come to Ishmael. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Grash and Renan Putter. Yeah. Tell me three of the things, three of the atrocities Deep Sky told you he committed, and tell me which one of those was actually true. They said that he led a, led a group of old school military men to their own deaths in a small cave where they were expecting something to not happen, mm-hmm. but then it did because he tricked them all. Backstabbing. Backstabbing. Was he a former military member like you? Yes. Um, the other one was a big giant um, inter intercontinental. Uh, what is it? Money, money laundering scheme. Oh, okay. Which in, uh, involved many bankers who all, by the end of it, knew his name. Right. Or at least know his name because of the, the corporation. Uh, what? What a deep sea guy. Yeah. Um, trying to blackmail him or something like that. And then the last one is. Um, He's still a loaf. Bread. <laughs> <laughs> he stole a loaf of bread from a building, and then he blew up that building. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one that's true. Thank you for guessing. John Valjean. Yeah. <laughs> stole a loaf, loaf of bread. Of bread. 
from a building from that looks kind of like that one. Blue. The, the <laughs> one that looks sort of like a dildo. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> the British one. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. <laughs> what is that called? It's the one it's in... The it's the egg. It's the egg. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like oh, okay. Egg. Okay. It doesn't look like an egg. So that was the one that was true. It's yeah. Really <laughs> terrorist. Terrorist attack. Yeah. All right. Blew it up. So you were formerly... Uh, a solar empire saying, yeah. from Earth, like them boots on the ground. Mm-hmm. Like all of Deep Sky's, you know, uh, uh, contracts and stuff were to like the military of Earth. And that included you. Mm-hmm. And it also included contracting out your services. Mm-hmm. Were you, I, I got the impression when we talked that it was like special uh, like operations. You were like a, yeah. sort of like a, a you know, black site kind everything of. Redacted, everything redacted, nothing ever talked about. Yeah. yeah. After <laughs> Who your, is this guy? But we always hire him. Right. So they they placed you undercover on Ishmael, I assume as a medic, mm-hmm. and for 30 days you've been stalking your prey, mm-hmm. in addition to a couple other names. But it all went to hell, mm-hmm. as I said. Yeah. For a terrorist who would do such horrible things as steal a loaf of bread and then blow up the building that he stole <laughs> the loaf of bread from, <laughs> Gresham hasn't seemed like that. And furthermore, for somebody who should be, you know, like this famed member of the resistance, this infamous sort of criminal, he doesn't seem very suspicious of anybody around him. He doesn't seem to think that he could be touched or, or, or uh, attacked in any sort of way. Uh, and part of that was, until recently, nobody knew his name. They hadn't connected the bread terrorism attack with a face until recently, and that's where you came in. One of the things that you've witnessed just in the last day, uh, a child went missing on uh, Ishmael, and it's easy enough to do so. There, there are many different undercurrents in the oceans. There's, you know, cave systems that go in and around and under the colony in certain parts, and there are these sort of teeming tree-like forests all throughout the continent. It's very easy for somebody who doesn't know where they are, doesn't have their locator or brocator or whatever, to get lost. But we knew where this kid was because the parent came and said that they'd seen them get sucked in the riptide into a cave system below. The person who first responded instantly? Grashen. That was the last you saw of your quarry mm-hmm. until now, when he, with child in tow, both miraculously unharmed, orders a complete evacuation of the planet. Anybody who will listen, anybody who will come with, anybody who had any sort of uh, interest in joining up with or being interested with the, the free states of Perseus goes along. And I think you're forced to as well, mm-hmm. in that other, it's, other, it's either that or let them get away. Yeah. I don't want to lose sight of him either. And this is shocking, for Grashen's crew, which we will introduce now. Who would like to be the gunnery chief? The gunnery chief. Ooh. Can we hear all of them first? Yeah. Who would like to be the tech whiz? Okay. And who would like to be the basket case? <laughs> Ooh. I don't know. I'll take tech whiz. I'll take basket case. You feel like a gunnery. Works for me. I, I ain't got time crazy. to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Let's see. So go ahead and check out those little things, cool. but those are the basic uh, truths of your character. I want the gunnery chief to introduce themselves with a name and just three adjectives and how you're in Grashen's crew. And remember, since you're all in the crew at this point, you're considered free state agents like him. You are rebels cool. or separatists. That you might not be known as such, but that is what it is when you run with Grashen. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Through the magic of editing, it will be instantaneous. So don't, don't worry, take, take your time. I will be Dirt Crumley. <laughs> he is scarred, crazy-eyed, 
and tobacco filled. <laughs> I love dirt already. Dirk. Dirk. Oh, I, I thought it was dirt crumb. <laughs> I've changed my mind. Now he's dirt crumb. <laughs> <laughs> dirt. <laughs> the captain, like, ration Remden pudding. Yeah. Thanks, Joe Cash, Bye. for that name. <laughs> Uh, it's spelled D-U-R-T. D-U-R-T. Dirt. <laughs> He's scarred, crazy-eyed, and tobacco-filled. <laughs> My name is Percy Chevron. Yes! Percy uh, Chevron. <laughs> Some may call me spry. Yes. <laughs> intelligent. And limber. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> limber. Percy. 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 Makes communication on a radio just a night. <laughs> just static. And that was just me. <laughs> and the basket case. Hi, y'all. My name be Lolo. Uh, <laughs> Lava? Yeah. Can I tell you my Tarot card. <laughs> I don't believe in deodorizing, bathing, nor eating anything green or vegetable-like. I have very low-wearing pants with lots of dynamite in the butt cheeks. <laughs> and I am the damn near most beautiful princess you didn't ever see. <laughs> and I'm missing hair. <laughs> it is patch-like. Patch-like. <laughs> and a singed off eyebrow. <laughs> oh yeah, from Mulder. So that's awesome. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that's gonna become a trend one day. Yeah, so. it sure is. And there's one more member of the crew, oh. a young upstart pilot named Alcor. <gasps> it is at this time that I would like to fuck my leg. Oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. This time I would like to fuck my own leg. You suck it. I hurt my leg. But I found. I'm like, so yeah, sorry. I am fighting great. a leg cramp, the likes of which. <gasps> Oh my god, you need a tennis ball? What? At this point, I'd like to fuck my leg. Listen, I know Lala's sexy. Keep it in. Oh my god. Delaney, please take over. What does Alcor look like? Alcor is 17. A wiry boy. He wears an old patchy jumpsuit given down from Grash who serves as his mentor. Uh, he's been with the crew since he was 12. So nice. for five years. Mm, nice. I think maybe I'm 12. Maybe I got recruited. <laughs> I think I'm like yeah. 55. Great. I think there's uh, old hands. People have been with uh, running with Grash in the Free States for a while. And Alcor, you know, within the last five years is definitely still not uh, quite shucked the newbie uh, title or oh, like yeah. the kid. And if Percy's a kid as well, then perhaps they're the kids. Alcor is the coolest! Gosh, Alcor, what are you gonna do today? <laughs> Sorry to jump in immediately, but I think that's established. Alcor is also uh, the pilot of the group. Cool. Nice. Yeah, you're, you're filling the, the position of pilot and, and have been for a while. Uh, you're you're uh, a, a crack pilot, as they say. I don't know who they is. 
I'm sorry. I'm still fighting this fucking. Yeah, uh, you're crap. struggling. Do you need, do you need to go? Water? I had so much water today. Do you need uh, a banana? Need I think here's the thing. I'm literally ensconced within the chair, and I think if I bend my leg to get out of the chair, <laughs> the cramp's gonna start up again. So I might just stay like this for a while. That's you cool. <laughs> also, man, it's dirt really is so much it's, of a better name than just dirt. Just going with dry or wet I hair. I thought he's a. Now you're right. You're totally ready. I want you to know. Lala has been trying to fuck you for years. Yeah. So I'm like years to get to anywhere with AC Aww. at any point. Years. And I oh deliver, God. I like Dynamite, to deliver catering and uh-huh. years. And today I was smelly. like, Oh yeah. Like I don't think it's ever been. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Has she has she ever succeeded? Okay. I'm gonna jump in whenever. Oh yeah, we got bathroom. Okay, yeah, go for it. Where it's like it's so dirty, it's so wrong, but it's so right. What? It's just an animal smell. Like I was saying that I think Lala's been trying to get with dirt forever. You don't so much smell her, but it. She arrives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She has a ribbon. <laughs> um, like okay. her skin, her oh. smell is Sorry, just guys. part of her. You yeah. did. But sure. well, like, he's, she'll blow things up in any second. Down the clown. That's cool. Oh my God. Damn and clown. she will crush you with her thighs. <laughs> Look out. And we're talking about low Travis riding jeans. Yeah. How low are we up. talking about? Is there, is there a crack? Maybe. Oh, I feel like there's definitely crack. You're Lala, yeah. like the fucking Teletubby. Dipsy, Lala. Poe, Poe. I am. I might just um, <laughs> record like this with you my legs extended. Leg or like <laughs> <laughs> my leg. Fuck my leg. That's really funny. Thank you. I'm just gonna record like this in this nice, cool, relaxed way. (laughs) I'm a cool, relaxed DM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're all good before we lock lock us in. I want uh, a couple things out of you guys because you're so imaginative and creative. I want to know what this ship looks like because I know it is not a warship. Mm -hmm. I know it's like a transport. It's what you would call uh, a class two ship in Uncharted Worlds, mm-hmm. uh, like rule book. And I think at most it has like a mining laser mm-hmm. as like a, a weaponry. But I, I, I want to know like the, the details. Like, have you guys had it for a while? Did you steal it on the planet, hotwire it? Because what happens is this, here's the context. Grash came out of that cave. He looked a way that you'd never seen him before. Mm-hmm. He looked physically fine, as did the child, uh, despite like the, the the sort of circumstances of being swept under into an underground cavern. Mm-hmm. But he looked wild-eyed. Mm-hmm. He looked completely unlike his normally calm, cool, and resourceful self. Normally, he's the one calling the shots in the middle of a firefight and having sort of laid-back facade in even like a boardroom meeting or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not a guy who's phased by much. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he came out of that cave, clutching that child both soaked through and shouted that everybody needed to get off planet and head towards Meridian as soon as possible, mm-hmm. that was a surprise. But I think everybody sprang into action, mm-hmm. like the well-oiled, well, the extremely oily machine that you all are. <laughs> and so that's why I want to know what the, the context of this ship was. Were you oiled up and ready to go? Were you gassed and ready to, to peace out? Or was it like the closest ship ready to go? I think it's been it's been stolen. Yeah, it's stolen the ship. Stolen. I'm living there. And I've hot-wired it. <laughs> um, I, I don't I, I know if it's the first... It. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know if it's the first time. I think we've had this ship. 
Yeah. We've been familiar with the ship yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. There is a hole in it because I accidentally blew up a little part. Yeah. Yeah. It's maybe served as a mining ship on the planet uh, yeah. that's that yeah. we hot wired. Yeah. And, and so it's got, that. you know, basic tools, but yeah. not anything. Sure. Crazy, like you said. Yeah, we kind of like tucked away yeah. for a little bit, like after we stole it and stuff, and it's been hot wired and everything. Yeah. Uh, and I think uh, I'm trying to remember because it was so long ago, but like, was it like a maroon and yellow or gold kind of color scheme that we had for, for three states? Yeah, yeah. like like oh, red yeah. and gold. Or, yeah, yeah. But yeah, whatever the logo was, I think that like it's been sort of graffitied on there. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's not exactly hiding. Yeah. Because okay. also this far out on the rim. There are a lot of free state sympathizers uh, because it's pretty hard to enforce anything like a crackdown. Yeah. Does anybody like question this decision or or once they're no. already in orbit? I Man, I am I tr- there. Yeah, I trust Grash, so I immediately run to the ship, wire it together, <laughs> turn it back on. Yeah, because you don't have the keys. <laughs> yeah. You have to keep rewiring yeah. it. Uh, and I think there's a wrinkle as you guys are all waiting to go. Grash is not there. Grash, instead, as you guys beeline towards the ship, or perhaps we're already on the ship in your workspaces, Grash immediately beelined towards the township colony, and you can see him herding as many sympathetic people as he can, trying to lead them uh, towards the ship. And it is in this, Fajitsky, hmm. that you are swept up. Yeah. It's interesting that that many people uh, can fit in a cargo mm-hmm. ship, but that's because of the amount of space that we're actually dealing with, with mining or whatever this used to be. Mm-hmm. The hold is chock full of people who know Grash, who trust Grash, who might not be completely indoctrinated into the free states in any sort of way, but are nevertheless uh, uh, willing to believe his tale, especially after witnessing him dive in after the child. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever it is that has spooked him, he's not saying what it is. He just continues to hold the child who has a sort of confused and like curious like smile on their face. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody, somebody give me a name. Bonnie. Bonnie? Yeah, very yeah. cute, very cute girl. Um, uh, likes electronics, yep. likes to make her own little robots around town, and uh, and it looks completely fine, and has not yet let go of around Grash's shoulders. Grash is leading, I think, her father and like a, a couple other people, a couple notable people from the town, but people who perhaps weren't amenable uh, to the Free States uh, are not following in this sort of convoy. Mm. You guys load up, and you leave. I like to imagine there's a little tech station. Yeah. And I wait for, like, your cue yeah. to, like, start firing it up. Yeah. yeah. And I have a little key dice above my chair. Is Grash... So Grash is now on the ship with us. Yeah. I think Grash has finally extricated himself from Bonnie, uh, put them in the uh, uh, cargo hold with uh, her father, and uh, has now been climbing back up and, like, sort of almost paranoid, checking and double-checking all of the things and stopping and holding his head and looking out the window and checking things that he would always have trusted you guys to check. Mm-hmm. On, and we're all pre- good. Yeah. I double-checked it. All right. Where, where, where are we going to go? Crash. We're waiting on you. All right, good to go. Let's, uh, let's go. Leave right now. Where are we going? Um, 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 the local note. The, the rail, to Meridian. Okay, I'll plug in the coordinates. And you guys begin to calculate like the best way to get there. It's good that you say that you're at a workstation because I think everybody has a role on this tiny little crew. Uh, this tiny little ship. It could be manned by more, but it's manned by you five. Yeah! And Dream team. Within an hour of being in flight, the, the, the fusion engine is up and running, and you guys are making a respectable pace for this old burnt-out hauler uh, towards the local node of the rails that something blips on your long-range scanner. Uh, an unknown ship that does not hail back. It does not provide any sort of call sign or signature as to who they are, and they are heading directly past you 
and towards uh, the planet of Ishmael. The, the, the minor alarms that happen whenever somebody is painting you with either a communications, a radar, or a weapons laser, and then there is no more, and they are continuing the head on down, never having one signaled. I convey that to everybody. Can I look at the window and like recognize it? Do I recognize it? Uh, where are you? Are you in the cargo hold? I was imagining if there's like a, a window nearby, he's smoking a cigarette and looking out of it, very I, like morosely. I think in... <laughs> <laughs> What does this do to all of your plans? Where were you gonna do it? Kill him? Yes. Um, I was gonna wait until... I don't know where I was gonna do it. I think he had a routine. Mm-hmm. Tell me how you were gonna Assassin's Creed, like, mm-hmm. find a, t- a place to do it where nobody would see it, hide the evidence, and make it seem like he just left planet. Uh, I guess find a way... I would have found a way to, like... Get a ship ready. Maybe that's what I was waiting for. Like, waiting to get a ship ready to, like, make pretend he had suddenly left, you know, left planet. Uh-huh. Like, and I couldn't get a hold of a small ship or something. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Maybe that's what I was waiting for. What were the going to be the circumstances of the murder, of the assassination? Um, I was going to find in the middle of the night. Yeah. And he was sleeping. Sure. Kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, nice and easy. I think you're in the cargo hold, and there's a, a bunch of the sort of colorful people. There's the, the, the traveling professor who, for some reason, is on Ishmael. She's like 98 years old, and she's like giving some lecture about the cycle of history. Mm-hmm. Mostly, it's just people sort of settling down and wondering where they uh, should go on Meridian, what family they should contact. And your communicator buzzes once. Mm-hmm. The one that nobody knows about, mm-hmm. the one that is unmarked, the one that's a burner communicator. Yeah. And there is a single sentence message in there. Oh, jeez. Orders still stand. Add, dirt, Lala, Percy, Alcor. <gasps> dirt, Lala, Percy, Alcor. Dirt, Lala, Percy, Alcor. Dirt, Lala, Percy, Alcor. Okay, cool. Okay, okay. <laughs> roll an interface roll, Tech Wiz. Thank you. Come on, Percy. Add it together, Ooh. or no? Yes, with okay, your... With uh, your Cool. With your interface, I oh, think. Nine. Nine. Okay. You can tell. Eight. Eight? Perfect. Eight. Yeah. What a liar. Make success. Um, uh, this... Uh, so I, close. I think it's not immediately suspicious what happened. Okay. Any sort of smuggler, anybody with illicit goods or whatever, might have not, like, hailed and said, Hey, traveler, me too. I'm going yeah. to legal town. Yeah. Uh, so it's not an uncommon occurrence for other shady types to never do that. But um, I think something tips you off that this might not be normal. There is a... The radar laser that went on you uh, on the ship and painted the hull for just a second, it transmitted something. And not only that, the laser itself is more powerful than your standard, like, smuggler. And this is what tips you off into trying to decode what exactly happened and where did it go and what happened. And all you can tell is that it went to somebody in the cargo hold. <laughs> hey, guys, I think there's a roach with us. I mean, it, just, it feels fishy. That's all I'm saying. So it transmitted a message to someone? Yeah, but it wasn't like a normal, Maybe. hey, how do you do message, like, laser-wise. They are equipped out there. Could you see what it said? Could you translate any of it? No. You just saw where it went? I just got a weird feeling about it. I rolled two ones on my fuzzy dice. Hey, Lala, La, does anybody look suspicious out there to you? <sighs> yeah, I'm going to go up in the cargo hall and just lay a little smoother on them. I got to poop, so I'm going to go poop, and then I'm going to go in the cargo hold, newbie, and I will lay my barons down. 
<laughs> on those people. That little librarian lady seemed like she would be a little bitch. Yeah, she knows a lot. Yeah. Sounds like a good way to squash a roach. It's probably my bed roach. His name's Larry. Hell! You know I know Larry. Oh, baby. <laughs> I'll see you later. Oh, I'm crowning. No more play. <laughs> what? <laughs> crowning. Very dominant. Oh, this is so much. Scary. Uh, uh, to the bathroom. I think you do. I, I think you, this, is, this is your plan. You poop real good and uh, you, or real bad, as the case may be. Well, I, not on anybody. So, big success. Yeah. You got most corny. of it Yeah, I heard a little bit. Ooh. Oh, God. Ah, a little corny. Did you roll to see what your poop was like? Yeah, yeah she did. Mixed success. Um, Mixed success. <laughs> Sounds about right. Ooh. And uh, you, you head down, and you can see that this cargo bay, people are settling down. A, a couple of the people who were not as familiar were instead, like, brought by their family members seem uh, a little more apprehensive of being press-ganged than anybody else, but anybody who has either met you guys or uh, uh, Grashen particularly, like, you know, gives you a nod or, like, a, a you know, or whatever as you walk by, and then they cover their nose as they... As you arrive, <laughs> as your your um, shall we say uh, essence, your aura, your aura is glowing. Your aura is glowing. Uh, th- there's the old professor who nobody can figure out why she was on a colony planet in the first the place. Old she's professor. She, she's giving a lecture to I don't know Schmolovitz, who's the local janitor. So we only have one. See these space rocks? There's different types of rocks For- <laughs> in space. Oh, what, what is she uh, lecturing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's actually something very specific. Oh. She is a uh, professor of, uh, I, I think she is a field that she created, and she takes great pride in talking about how uh, she, it, you know, pioneered this field, and it's a, it's a new look at history, and I think she calls it something like the algebra of disaster. And she's talking about the Black Plague and had population rates rising in Europe and sort of corrective measures and how uh, basically the gist of it is that humanity goes through periods of intense growth and access and wealth and how that uh, can enrich many people in the world. Mm -hmm. And then they crash. Mm -hmm. But they're better off than they were, so they go higher. And then they crash. And they're better off than they were, and they crash, and da 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 da, uh, on and on and on. I don't know if this is particularly interesting to Lala. Oh, Lala fucking loves it, but she won't let her know. Okay, so like, she's, she's just cool like sitting it. nearby, like. <laughs> A disaster. She loves it. The Ottoman Empire. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, like, I imagine she like has me as a kid. Seriously. I know, right? I feel like she like takes notes on her arm. Like right. she's like, hmm. but then she's like, that's nah, fine. I want to know what you do. You are a mole. Yeah. You are in deep, deep cover, and every plan that you could have had has been shot to hell. Yeah. In addition to that, you've been given four more names. Yeah. What do you do? How many people are in the cargo hold? There's probably about 17 uh, or 18 adults and, like, a smattering of the various, you know, colony kids. Okay, so there's women and children? Yeah. Okay. How big is the cargo hold in comparison to, like, where they hang out? Uh, cargo holds big, and all of the other because it has to be, and pretty much anywhere yeah. else on a spaceship, including bunks, uh, command uh, bridges, anything like that, is gonna have to be compact, just for the economy of not dying in space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Is there is there like a like a, a breaker system where you can turn off the lights in a certain room? Absolutely. Kind of okay. uh, there's engineering, which would I think naturally be either Lala's or Dirt's uh, domain. Who wants to be like the engineer when the engine goes shitty and they gotta fix it up? It's probably me because I'm okay. dirty. Is that cool with you? Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's probably why I'm so dirty. Sure. Oil. Sure. Sure. Oil. I'm getting like Great. real um, at uh, Atlantis. Yeah, yeah. That and tarot cards, lady, combined. Yeah. It's yeah. Just Where, are you talking about like the mole guy from Atlantis? <laughs> No, I don't know, the, just like in general, like the, no, all crush. these crew members. <laughs> my crush, the, the hot... Oh, yes, the, the, the hot crush. Yeah, the That's what I was going for. The yeah. lady, so... I was going for her, but that Terry Carr's lady in her overalls. Yeah. That rules. Plus stank. Yeah. Um, Plus stank. We don't know. She might have stunk. Can't see that through cartoon. That's true. Uh, well, and you I can't. It's stink lines. So you see how you have a minus? Yeah. Just say have it, Say it's a zero for expertise because you're like good at. Or let's say it's a plus one for expertise because you're good at machines. Because that's <laughs> yeah. like. Um, great. So what is you? So you. So in terms of power, mm-hmm. most every like what we would call electronic light or or like uh, sorry electric light, the lighting, anything like that, comes from the fusion generator as a byproduct of going through space. It's just sort of like how your car engine keeps your lights on. Mm-hmm. And if you were to fuck with the breakers that lead the engine into the rest of the uh, subsistence of the ship, that would be the place to do it. Um, let's see. I want to kind of move out of the cargo area and see if I can find a space, like a small hallway where nobody's at. Mm-hmm. And if there's like like the old classic alien movie, open up a kind of a, a bit of the wall and if there's like a tube kind of thing that might have ah. oxygen or something. <laughs> so uh, this is going to be interesting. I'm going to use failures to intervene the crew. So you guys can absolutely make actions and go about and do things actively, but it's going to be as a danger to if he fails a roll. Okay. So give me just an expertise. Ah, this seems more like a metal roll okay. to uh, like do it without people noticing. Yeah. Because ships are meant to be repairable. Mm-hmm. So yeah. things come up. Things come apart. Uh, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Great. Uh, I think you can choose one of the following. You do it very quietly, or you do it in a way that nobody can tell you did it. That it was done? You can seamlessly bring it back in after you crawl in, or you can do it quietly. Um, they will never be able to tell where you entered. Let's do it quietly. 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 Great. Uh, I think you uh, are able to very, maybe even like, smoking your cigarette, give out a cough as you snap uh, a metal bearing off yeah. and bring it out. You bring it back in, and it just sits slightly out of place. Okay. You are now in the Jeffrey's tubes. <laughs> what do you do, uh, Xenomorph? Um, thinking about the the structure of the ship, since I kind of gave it a once-over in the beginning, I'd like to try to move towards the front until I hear like some sort of voices or something. Yeah. If, I can, if there's like um, a bedroom or something, I can wait. Sure. Uh, I think you are traveling uh, uh, horizontally along the ship, and now that it is under thrust, Mm -hmm. now there is gravity. In this world, ships are built sideways, like an office building on its side, because when ships go forward, thrust creates gravity, Mm -hmm. and that means wherever you're leaving is down. Mm-hmm. So now you're having to climb up to the bridge. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and slightly less than, uh, I think it, it's actually pretty hard mm-hmm. because Alcor is really putting it through its paces. You're going at a couple G's worth. Not oh, yet damn. to hurt people, Yeah. but mm-hmm. it is, you guys are booking it towards uh, the node to, to get onto the rails. Okay. Um, uh, did, did they mention where we were going and would I know how long it would take to get there? You, uh, I don't think you heard much, just that you had to leave. I think 
you can deduce that other than a couple other mining outfits and maybe one or two other colonies, there's not where many places you can go okay. in this system. Go, go. Okay. They're probably trying to leave. Yeah. Where? That's a good deduction. Okay. Who knows? I think that I'm going to invoke that mixed success in that Lala, after a certain amount of time of listening to the professor, walks back out. Oh, what are you going to do in, in the area? Are you trying to, like, chat up and talk to and get information from anybody? No, I think I'm just kind of, like, looking to see if there's someone, like, I wouldn't know. Because mm-hmm. you said it's, like, si- like 17 people. Or yeah. just, like, anybody that's, like, being really Suspicious, quiet. Suspicious, uh, yeah. ratty. Uh, I, I think it's... I don't think this requires a role, because I think a lot of people are kind of clustered around Bonnie. Okay. The child yeah. that was taken in the riptide. And Bonnie's fine. Yeah. Um, give me a, a role plus, I think, expertise. Uh, you said zero, right? No, It's a, a plus one. one. <gasps> Ten. Perfect nice. success. Yes. Okay, nice. Don't I mess with Lala. you noticed something very strange. Okay. Because you were pretty sure this kid had a scar on her cheek. Yeah. And now it's just smooth, unbroken skin. Her, her, her father welcomes you very, uh, like, with, with a, a clap on the back and not breathing through his nose. Yep. And says, oh, my, what you and Grash and the crew have done, I I, I really appreciate it. It's just corn again. It's just... <laughs> I know, I love my daughter. Look, look, I, my daughter. Look, this voice means <laughs> I really mean it. <laughs> That's all it is. Yeah, this is as sincere well, as funny. I could possibly be. Funny. Bonnie, you look good. Thanks, Lala. You look great. And really clean. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I feel good. I feel really good. Really healthy. Grash uh, saved me. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, <laughs> what did you see? There's Man. fireflies under there. Oh, okay. There's cool. lightning bugs. Under... We went under there, and I, I couldn't breathe, and I was choking, and I remember... Grash pounding on, on on my chest, and I was I was I was spitting and vomiting. My head hurt like nothing else, and then everything went away for a little bit, and there was all these lightning bugs under the water. Huh? I bet that was a dang pretty sight. It was beautiful. Uh, and I think Bonnie's dad like uh, like puts a protective uh, hand on the shoulder and says, "You sure you don't want to lay down, sweetie?" And she's like, "Yeah, I I, I think I do." And uh, he leads her over to a cot and lays her down. Hmm. Okay. What are you doing? Um, I'm still creeping along, waiting to hear mm. somebody or someone in the crew. Let's see who there's it comes across. Passing conversation is all I'm looking for. Uh, there's the tech station. Okay. And you can tell because it starts to get hotter as the electrical uh, the electrical um, uh, machinery and stuff, and the, the ventilation has to work a little harder. And you can peep out just through this, the slit of a ventilation. You can see mm-hmm. the sealed-off uh, part of this cockpit on the bridge that makes up the entire tech suite. Okay. Is she alone? Are you having a conversation with anybody? I mean, I feel like I'm always talking. <laughs> like, think, yeah. But I don't know if necessarily people are in my station, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I'll just always, like, shout out. So how long have you and Lala been doing the nasty? <laughs> Just, you know, doing my thing, uh, yeah, just yeah. shouting out, making conversation. Yeah. I mean, they don't call me a witch kid for laughing. It is very complicated. <laughs> and I think uh, this is the, 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 the timbre of the uh, of the chatter that you guys are getting. Yeah. Um, are, are you having chat. a conversation with anybody in a separate channel? Um, I might be trying to reach Grash over the comms, but maybe he's... 
Uh, I think he's retired to his quarters. Okay. That's at least what he said. Nice. Um, and I think you might be able to actually check where people are. Is that like an ability that that uh, either tech or was that one of your things? Um, um, surveillance, yeah, yeah. I have surveillance. Yeah, I don't know if you want to use that on your boss, but you're free to if that was a thing. Uh, I don't think uh, he's answering very many communiques, and it's yeah. just like texting back if anybody needs anything. But he's, right. you can tell he, he went and walked around the ship somewhat. Yeah, so, I think I'm a bit concerned for mm-hmm. his um, well-being. I'm mm-hmm. mostly just focused on doing what needs to be done and flying the ship yeah. and being, you know. Uh, I think you check, uh, like, one of the shipboard cameras, and you see him, like, like looking out one of the... You know, two big long bay windows that make up uh, either side of the ship on the, the way to the bridge, and you see him just staring out and looking, even though at this distance there's nothing that could possibly be seen. And he, he is searching for something, looking out into the blackness. And then he does something strange. He touches his heart, and then he tries to touch the glass, but he stops short of the glass and feels something in the air. Shakes his head, wipes his pant, uh, hands with on his pants, and, and begins to walk back away uh, southwards out of the, the camera's eyes. Hello friends, Jonah here to say thank you for listening to this episode of Manifest. If you're a fan of the Quest Company, please do us a favor and go to our page on the Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a rating and review. It's a huge help to us and we read every single review that comes in. And if you really love what we do here at the Quest Company and you want to take the next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. You can help us with necessary expenses that come with creating all this content and help us continue to improve the quality of the show. We've got multiple patron tiers available. Every little bit helps. You can be a baby goblin or an an ace trainer or a party monster or a space cowboy or a moist and mossy necromancer <laughs> if you want to give us that support you could do so at patreon.com slash quest company podcast we also have a link to the patreon on our website questcompanypodcast.com if you'd like to contact us you could do so directly through the connect page on our website or by finding us on twitter instagram etc at the quest company you can also come hang out with us in our discord links to that are in the aforementioned places I'd like to thank Mr. Joe Lightis for running the game and editing this episode, as well as the other artists whose work is featured in it. Thank you to Joseph Cash for So Long Snace Cowboy, the manifest theme. Thank you to Dan Lebowitz for the song Last Train to Mars. Thank you to Waylon Thornton and the Heavy Hands for the song Strange Looking Child. Thank you to Daniel Birch for the song Danger Drone. Thank you to Dr. Turtle for the song Rosinante's Lament. Thank you to John Bartman for the song Interstellar Space. Thank you to Heinbach for the song They Can feel you something is wrong and thank you to tabletop audio for providing the ambient sounds additional sound design by b steel and raccoon animator that's all for me so let's get back to the flashback thank you for listening to manifest here at the quest company this is the thing that you have discovered from this yeah the the cells are separate it's not a military battle station. It's people who go and do their job at their office. 
that is a separate location from that mm. is a separate location from that is very mm. separate from the cargo bay and uh, engineering. Mm. Okay. Cool. And they all have their various wirings and oxygen pipes and recyclers yeah. <laughs> and all that various shit that people do. Cool. And I think there is a, a, a shipboard announcement that Alcor plugs in as just as a matter of course whenever people go to the node, uh, the node of the rails. And it says, node T minus two hours. What, what does that mean, sorry? That they're going to make it to the rails in uh, two hours. Which doesn't necessarily mean you failed in any sort of way. It's yeah. just that it's going to complicate things once we get uh, in between stars. Okay. Can you describe the rails again? Can we say that this is what you're doing, your intelligence gathering, and yeah. I'll bring that right up? The rails, when you approach in space, is something that you can see, and it, you honestly shouldn't. Scientists can't really explain why it is there's a visual effect when there's nothing physically there, even radioactive-wise like or, or magnetic-wise, but nevertheless, you begin to see in the far distance that ribbon that uh, stretches in between the stars. And this node far outside the star system uh, that Ishmael sits in is is only nearly glancing near where this is, in inter the deep pitch of interstellar space. You see this multicolored, rainbow, gorgeous ribbon. And as it gets closer and closer when you look at it, you see that it's less of a static, never-changing uh, arrangement of colors and more like light from a prism. And the, the sort of shifting as, as you look at it from different angles and even sometimes just staring at it straight on, it seems that there are beams of semi-translucent light that stretch off into the interstellar blackness. This is what it looks like when you approach the rails. And the automated alarm goes on for one hour to the rails. Um, once, uh, so once we get to the rails, is it like a, an immediate jump to the next planet kind of thing? Or is it There's still going to take some time? There's a node in space. It's a it's a metal construction, similar to a, a ring, uh, sort of um, international space station type thing. Okay. Uh, and this alarm uh, continues. Please be advised. This vessel is set to intersect with local node in T minus one hour. Rails protocol is engaged. Please secure and turn off all electronic devices. Repeat. Turn off all electronic devices. These include, but are not limited to, tablets, communicators, phones, shipboard systems, fusion <laughs> engines, generators, prosthetic limbs, and radios. If you require medical devices, please report to medical for short-term cryostasis. Referring to, like, pacemakers and yeah. stuff. For those who would like a sedative, they are being passed out now. If your child has an electronic device, confiscate it now. In T-minus 58 minutes, we will embark on the rails to Meridian System. In the meantime, Please refrain from spacewalking or looking through walls. And it cuts out. The message repeats uh, over the next hour as people begin to follow the protocol. This might be new to you and the listeners. This is how you travel through the rails. Yeah. Stay, stay in a protocol. First part of the trip. And, like, I shut down whenever I need to, but... Hey, uh, Percy, did you ever find out where that message was sent to? Somebody inside here. Lala, did you see anything? Yes, I saw Bonnie. And you know what? You know how she had that crooked little something-something on her face? Yeah, she wasn't it, the prettiest fuel in No, the box. she was as ugly as a mule, but now it is clear. And she was talking about fireflies under the water with Alcor and how she was throwing up stuff and her head hurt and then she felt fine. And then her daddy got in there and then she went to bed. 
That's all I saw. Mm. Kindly cut the chatter, please. Gresham finally cuts into the local chatter, into the local uh, general radio. Thank you. Can I see any pistols or weapons through my little slit in the thing? I don't think you go armed. Nah. Not in your office. There's definitely, like, a locker. I got a little belt. Where anybody can go. Yeah. Uh, are you doing anything dirt in, in this interim? Uh, I'm trying to think of what dirt is actually doing on the ship, because we've got pilot, mm-hmm. we've got tech, and we've got engine. I There's so much the to do. Yeah. You could be you could be manning uh, any sort of security. You could man. I think he's security. I think yeah. security. So Since internal, you said it wasn't like because it's a mining thing, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure. But I think the yeah. dirt would be doing security. Internal uh, door alarms. Yeah. Uh, if people try to upload, you know, viruses that would attack critical systems, that's Percy's domain. Mm-hmm. But you might be the one to go and physically like remove the unit and, and prevent that sort of thing from happening. Yeah. Onboard assaults, anything like that. Yeah. That's dirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and just remind me. I do know it went to the back of the cabin where all the people were, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Just a second. Uh, one I, more thing. Okay. Uh, actually, no, I want to know what you've been doing in the interim because this is important for what Lala's about to do. I've been, I think I've been trying to corrupt their weapons by with my laser pen, with my laser pen thing. Yeah, your laser like if pen. If I see a pistol or something, I want to like bore a hole through the side of the um, the muzzle yeah, of the thing. Okay. Creative. I think the one thing that hasn't really been looked at is the locker. Mm-hmm. And it is a standard issue sort of deep space uh, marine locker from the army that has somehow been lifted and installed, probably by dirt, yeah. to, and to hold the firearms and, and you know that sort of thing of the ship. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple ways you can do this because it does require a key in. Yeah, it does require either you know in this case it would be like hacking or a physical opening approach. Yeah. Um, or you could try to uh, limit access to it in some other way. Or you could once you get in injure the weapon. So tell me what how you would like to go about this. Um I don't I don't care if there's like a if I if it's obvious that it's been opened or if like I've used my laser pen to cut open a hole in the top and then individually fuck up each weapon. I'm cool if it looks like that. Okay. Uh give me uh this is going to be I think an expertise. And this is exactly when Lala finds uh, walks past the grate, notices the grate is slightly out of its jam. I think probably she just really had to fart and she wanted to be respectful. Walked out of the room <laughs> and just squats to fart and then notices squats. The squats down yeah, to like, get it. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, oh. Yep. <laughs> and hey. the gate is slightly. The grate is slightly out. Uh, Dirt, you better come here. What's going on? And I put down my Sudoku when I come over there. <laughs> Within a minute, you are uh, uh, climbing down uh, the, the office building that is this ship under thrust. Yeah. You know, as badly as I would like a little pump and thrust, mm-hmm. I do see something to miss, and I point towards it. And it is not a bed roach, but we do have a little bit of a pest problem. <laughs> I want to like analyze this and like look look to make sure that it seems like it's been tampered with, tampered with, like and not just like kind of out of place or anything. That's great. But first, uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Hey. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> okay. I think these lockers are rated proof against laser pistols, hmm. and you have to get creative. Okay. I think you have to literally go back over the welds that were done. You can't just cut in through, like, the flat plate. You have to go over the yeah. welds as quietly as possible oh, and are right. able to finally, you know, straining, bend back the, the lid of this locker. Mm-hmm. And from there, it's you are fucking up all of the weapons. Sweet. I suppose I have my gloves on or something to make sure no fingerprints get on it. As far as I'm aware, <laughs> the only armed person 
is you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry, Alcor. Those were your weapons. It's <laughs> <laughs> really okay. You can get more in the next ten years. Okay. Ah, I'm <laughs> baby. Maybe I'm sorry. Why. I just realized. Alcor is baby. I'm baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's a manifest thing. Sorry. Yeah. I was like, oh wait, you saved Margaret. Got it. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Continue. Um, in the future. This is five oh. years before that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just so you weren't a nugget. Yeah, baby yeah. Alcor. Seventeen-year-old Alcor. Got it. Sorry. I was like, wait, Alcor. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Thanks, Dirt. Mm-hmm. Give me that. Is it an assess roll? You're just trying to like sort of perceive realities if we're talking Dungeon yeah. World style. Like, yeah, I'm looking yeah. to see if it looks like it was actively tampered with, yeah. or if it's just like we have a shitty ship. Roll the bones. That's an expertise. Uh, well, uh, not uh, not great. Can I say I lead them against three? It? You and can my try pants to help. Are like, oh yeah, okay, I'll help you. Oh, it's a three. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm very attracted <laughs> by her powerful essence. Oh, glowing. Um, oh, God. I, I think it looks not dissimilar to many other fucked up bits of machinery or metal that just over time and use, especially in this junker, if this was like one of the real battleships, yeah. like from back in the day, then it would be great. Yeah. But this is sort of par for the course. Yeah. It doesn't, it looks weird, but it's not out of place. Yeah. You know, Somebody might have done that themselves to go in and root around in the, uh, uh, the the ventilation shaft for some minor repair. Yeah. Well, we can patch that up real easy. Mm. I mean, you, I, I can't tell if it's, you know, don't know if it's something that somebody did or if it's just part of this old sweet lady and I pat the walls. Mm. Uh, I think the 30-minute alarm goes off for approaching the node. And this is the point where the pilot accelerates as much as they're going to need to and then cuts the engine because engines cannot be turned on within the rails. Mm-hmm. Engines should not be turned on <laughs> in the rails. There it is. I think they're told you can't. So it's like a car wash, essentially. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kind of put it in neutral. neutral and go. Yeah. Yeah. Not even neutral. Just or yeah, neutral then off. Yeah. yeah. And at this point, I think most of the people in the bay have taken sedatives. Yeah, and most of the people are, are settling down for a little rails nap. Obviously, people in in, uh, in a, a crew sort of circumstances generally wouldn't, unless they were like injured or something like yeah. that. And uh, you guys are what did I say? Thirty minutes from uh, entering the node. Can I ask what these sedatives are? Like what they do to the person? Are they totally just conked out, or is it like? I think they're like Nyquil. Okay. Yeah. I think they're like, like a Benadryl. They're or something. a sleep aid. Yeah. Okay. It's not like keep you from going crazy pills. Melatonin. It's yeah. just sleep dead. Yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, industrial strength space melatonin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Melatonin. Hey, uh, nerd. Spe- yes. What more are you doing, um, if anything? Or are you waiting for an opportunity? I'm waiting for an opportunity now. Back into your alien hole? Back into my alien hole. <laughs> and if there's like, if there's like a space where the they wall. like, if where they're going for the, for the rails thing, mm-hmm. like if they're going to somewhere just kind of sit down, because is it like a, like a physical experience? It is actually the cessation of gravity. Oh, shit. <laughs> You're no longer under thrust in the sense that we are when we're flying through space. Mm-hmm. Gravity goes away because there is no such thing as thrust. Scientists have tried to explain this to you, and you are an academic, and even somebody who is both a soldier and a fucking smart dude. <laughs> it's literally rocket science yeah. at that point. So you know that in a certain while, there's not even going to be gravity anymore. Okay, cool. Lala, however, is usually under thrust. <laughs> 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 he and Dirt, once we hit the rails, you want to get 
wreck like a train up in that space machine. God, I hate that I love it. Yes. <laughs> I think we made an agreement that anytime we go on the rails, we're like totally having gravity set. Oh, it's bo- bone yeah. in zero G's. Bone absolutely. in zero G's. Now, is that face adversity for dirt? Or is it, uh, <laughs> is it launch assault for lava? <laughs> I would say face adversity. That is funny. It just feel like it's just really gross and awkward because you can't like ever find anything. Yeah. All the it's so places. rewarding. Yeah, but it's like the best ever. An experience. So, I, <laughs> what, what's the plan? Because I, I, I want to take into account what your characters want to do within the next 30 minutes. I think it's mostly batten down the hatches. Yeah. yeah. Everything's yeah. strapped down. When the gravity kicks out, nobody's going to like have their coffee go flying right. everywhere. Uh, what's the plan? Dirk's gonna go on like a, a patrol. He's gonna take one last uh, lap around and you know make sure that everybody who has uh, you know taken their um, yeah uh, spellatonin make sure that make sure that everybody's <laughs> yeah. taking their spellatonin is you know secured and that uh, all the all the stuff like in cargo and all of that it's it's all good to go before he uh, makes his way back into Lala's quarters. This is going to be a pass fail uh, assessment. Okay. Because I think as the timer begins to tick down and Alcor is making the final no longer under fusion propulsion, but it's just like compressed air Mm -hmm. to nudge things back into place and everybody's turned off their communicators, all the doors, I want to make this clear, everything is off. Yeah. All things are analog. Mm -hmm. Oxygen is not being replenished. Uh, Doors must be manually opened the whole nine yards. Mm -hmm. As you do that, you walk back towards the area where you keep your gun locker. I, I think it's like your workbench also, mm-hmm. where you do like minor repairs to like firearms and stuff. You do like the cool like, you know, Arnie. Like, oh my God. Um, this is going to be a straight up pass fail. Okay. Give me 2d6 plus, I think, uh, exp- mm, no, straight up. That's a six for old dirt. Oh, dirt. I think you head over to Lala's. <laughs> <laughs> and you manually uh, crank the door open, and you uh, crank the door back. I want to, f- like, like follow him in the raft. Uh, yeah, like try to find him over. Kind of thing. Yeah, I, I think you do. Mm-hmm. And it is this point where we enter the rails. Gravity cuts off. There is no light. There are a couple chemical lights that kick on uh, for the purposes of the cockpit and the crew. What and color are they? Oh, what should they what be? Color? Yeah, I don't know. I was like, <laughs> I love that mm-hmm. mood. Just yeah. like the small, like, mossy lights. Yeah, yeah. I was like, like purpley. The color of love. <laughs> you don't need to see. Yeah, you can't see that's why it's so great. I just see the mauve silhouette <laughs> of an ass yeah. cheek. This is the steamiest episode yet. There you go. Um, it's one-off characters, baby. Leave it to me. And uh, I imagine I always just sit down to um, salt and vinegar chips, play a game of chess with myself, and have yeah. a little lamp on my forehead. Is that okay? Yeah. Percy might it. be a little afraid of the dark. It's a um, weird kid. I think you hear an inner door open and shut. Uh, coming from the main body, and you hear uh, you know footsteps walking around, uh, some nervous hand rubbing, and uh, you hear the sound of a window shade being lifted, and the large uh, cockpit windows in, in the main room that you can't see right now, because you're in your own cubicle, mm-hmm. uh, being lifted to look at the stars outside. Oh, beautiful. What do you do? I thought we were weren't supposed to look at the stars. At the walls. We're not supposed to look at the walls. Would you like me to repeat the... Uh, yeah, can you repeat it? 
If you require medical devices, please report to medical for short-term cryostasis. For those who would like sedatives, they are being passed out now. In the meantime, please refrain from spacewalking or looking through walls. As you enter the rails, it's a strange phenomenon, one of the first that were reported from colonists being sent out to the rim. You can look through walls in the rails. You can see through a bulkhead of maybe six inches. Oh. It's unheard of. It's n- <laughs> there, there aren't even x-ray devices that could look through uh, a bulkhead that easily and that clearly. It's as though there's nothing there. It hurts. It um, hurts your brain. Yeah, mm. I would. Please refrain from looking through walls. Gotcha. The arrow gotta, 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 gotta. Gotcha. It's there. Mm. It hurts. Okay. Great. Gosh, it's about that time for them to bone down. And I open my potato <laughs> chips. <laughs> That's a great question. Lulu? Cindy Lulu. Yes. That's your big question. sounds like Grinch. The new Grinch movie was weird. Didn't see it. Oh, I can't do it. But on the underside, Record Ralph is very good. Record Ralph 2. New Grinch missed it. With Bindi Boo Cumbi Wumble. Oh, you can't do a cucumber patch. There's a new one? Yeah, it was like animated. I haven't seen it. Oh, like a la the Lorax. Oh, I just okay. get really sad that she's like hates oh, Ralph. Live action. Oh yeah, like, I'm like get out of here, Vanellope, you bitch. Yeah, live action. Live action the Lorax with Danny DeVito. I don't just she's over it. I just feel like it's like I I pay to see it. Is that your hall pass? Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito, Willem Dafoe, and Danny DeVito, baby. Willem Dafoe, yes. That's your sister's, right? No, yeah. That's what my sister said that her crush was, her celebrity crush was. And she was like, no, can I take that back? I just nope. said the first name that popped in my head. <laughs> no, nope, it's Willem Dafoe. Oh, I just <laughs> love those crags. <laughs> like, my favorite between the crags. You will never be able to take that back. It was deep I hope crags. that was recorded. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all recorded.